Welcome. My name is Sarah, a trauma recovery coach with Full Circle Wellspring, and this is your Wellspring Wednesday. Let's tap into our inner Wellspring today. This week, I want to discuss developmental trauma. Our Wellspring Wednesday tries to offer a focus of the inner resources each human innately has as I believe they are in charge of their own healing and well-being. Something special to note is that there's sometimes a conflict actually within us, which is especially true for trauma survivors. I find for myself and clients that we can't necessarily heal from something that we don't understand or identify with. So if this word developmental trauma is new for you, consider this your introduction. In learning more about this, I hope you are able to find some ways to mend your inner wounds so that you can continue to flourish in your trauma recovery journey. This is in no means a way to provide a diagnosis. If you align with this type of trauma, please seek professional help from your trauma recovery coach, therapist, or even your regular doctor to start the steps in the process. The first eight years of life is considered to be the formidable years. Many believe these years are the shaping of your whole personality, your roles, career objectives, your likes and dislikes, social understanding, your moral judgments. This is because our brains develop from the bottom up. The lower parts of your brain are responsible for survival. These are your physiological needs, as Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs lists, as air, water, food, shelter, clothing. The basic of all basics to survive outside of the womb. As you enter this world as a helpless infant, your brain is responsible to find you nourishment and shelter from the elements. As your brain grows, it's now looking for safety, connection, proper health beyond just survival, friendships, and intimacy. This is right at the start of infancy, when your brain is seeking out what and who is safe, and it's forming the ability to trust. In survivors of early trauma, this is often where problems begin to arise. And because the brain is still developing toward its next stages of identity and self-esteem, eventually more and more independence, etc. Thwarting the foundation of the lower brain's functioning is devastating. So what does this look like? This could be an abused mother who's nursing her newborn while in a terrified state. Her nervous energy is actually not just transferred into the baby's milk supply via stress hormones, but also creating confusion in the infant as they sense the mother and they watch her. The brain is recording her fear and trying to decide if it should be afraid also. Another example is perhaps this could look like a mother nursing while she's angry at her own circumstances. The baby again is feeding off of the mother who may be making the baby scared and the baby may not be drinking as much so that the feeding can be over. The baby might not even want to alert the mother to its hunger eventually when it's met with resistance and frustration most of the time that it asks. This is the beginning of another topic called self-abandonment, which is for another day. Another example would be a preschool-aged child who's sexually abused. The brain is learning during this trauma, 
the brain is always watching and holding everything it learns from the outside world. The physical pain of this experience tells the brain to run away. However, when you're small, you simply can't just get away from your abuser. So now your brain has to find another way to get through the torture. It may learn to dissociate, or maybe afterwards the brain seeks something that used to be a comfort to the child like food, which is now going to be used to soothe the physical and emotional pain. Also at this early stage of learning, the child has not yet discovered any of its sexual or reproductive abilities. The brain has now been introduced to something so foreign that it cannot comprehend what actually just happened. Yet somehow now, it has to learn to cope with this trauma and any further circumstances of it. While moving into the upper parts of the brain with something like friendship, per se, in first grade, if a child is being assaulted at home, this is what the brain has learned that connection with others is, abusive. The brain learns how to appease the classmates in order for that tribal skill of connection to be earned. This child is operating in fear and seems shy or weak, which then makes them a bigger target for bullies. The child may be trying to make themselves very small and invisible so that they aren't a target. Unfortunately, it only makes them more of one. On a side note, childhood bullies are simply trauma victims themselves whose brains have learned to lash out for survival instead of lashing in. I digress. All of these parts are developing as we build on this rocky foundation to now. As executively functioning adults, we're just all simply moving around the globe using our brain's knowledge from past experiences. And for you, if your infancy through childhood had physical abuse, neglect, raging parents, a lot of fear, alcoholism or drug abuse, sexual trauma, dysfunction, poverty, chronic stress, family lies and secrets, harsh or distressing environments, harm or even perceived harm, racial inequality, food insecurity, witnessing violence or any other atrocity, this is what we call developmental trauma. This is often connected with our attachment style. Attachment trauma is a wounding between the baby and their main caregivers. This becomes a style of bridge that we survivors walk across to every relationship from there on forward. Again, it's another big topic, but highly interwoven. <sighs> okay, Sarah, you might be saying, this is so doom and gloom. What's the prognosis? I'm glad you asked because as you may guess, I believe healing from all of this is completely possible. However, once you understand what developmental trauma is and determine whether or not you are a survivor of early age abuse or neglect, this, this is where you start figuring out the steps to heal because now you know. This is just a very surface level introduction to developmental trauma, but if you are resonating with any of this, here are some suggestions. In the show notes, I've linked my website. Click on the resource tab and you'll find some powerful written work on this topic. There's even a link to take an attachment style quiz and more. From there, I highly recommend finding some professional help. If you're looking for a trauma recovery coach, this is one of my specialty topics. I would love to help you find your way healing your childhood wounds. 
Remember that some of the wounds you experienced are not part of your conscious memories in those first few years of life. So this takes time to find and process, root out and heal from. If you feel like you align with some of the developmental trauma symptoms or you discover an attachment trauma, but you can't pinpoint what the issue was, I offer you that it was probably in those first few, quote, forgotten years. As you see, your brain still amazingly remembers all these things that you learned from it years ago. The healing comes now when you uncover what your brain learned and you discover how to become well again from the inside out. There are many resources available for your type of trauma. Starting with your inner wellspring of resilience, it just takes you making that first step to find help. Feel free to send me a message on the connect tab on my website, which is found in the show notes with any further questions about how to begin your journey. I don't just know you can do this, but deep down, you actually know you can too. <laughs> That's your survivorhood talking right there. Be proud of yourself for coming this far. Thank you for joining me for this week's Wellspring Wednesday. For more info, resources, support groups, classes, one-to-one private coaching, and more, visit fullcirclewellspring.com. For the latest info on schedules and updates, follow us on Facebook at Full Circle Wellspring. All other media, social links, blogs, show notes are posted in the episode guide below. Until next time, be well, survivors.